Hello my dear listener, this is Joseph from Lua Vita and welcome. Welcome to this podcast if you know your new year and it's about lifestyle attitude, online venture and blogging and how to leave a legacy that you will be remembered about. And we release these episodes every Tuesday and Saturday. And today I'm going to this uh, continue in this lifestyle series. Uh, I left you with about writing your goals. And if you have done that, then we will go to the next step on how to start making better decisions. So if you wrote your goals down and your vision and your you have you are more clearly now. And the next next thing you need to do is to start following this blueprint that you have to make your goals happen. And how you do you and how can you for example start this? You can start by recognizing that this will support your goals, this vision. And what isn't helping you to get any closer to them. So too many of us, for example, work incredibly hard thinking that we are getting closer to your goals and we actually um, we are just moving ourselves further and further away sometimes because we for example are just procrastinating so and this is what I call this misguided strategy because didn't we say that we could make your goal anything or didn't we say before that it was okay to make your goal becoming like a movie star or becoming a dinosaur or how you are going to make this decision necessary to make those plans happen but what if you have responsibilities things you need to achieve what if your kids are relying on you to pay the way through school can you really just drop everything and go traveling around the world so again as I said before this comes down to this mindset and I'm hope I really wish that I'm about to help you with a few Eureka moments here so firstly recognize that fulfilling your dreams needs to take this priority over most other things I know this might sound somehow selfish but Think about what kind of father or mother your children would rather have. The one who is exhausted and unfulfilled or the one who loves what they do and feel excited to go to work every day. So what kind of example, for example, are you setting for them by spending your evenings at the office you hate or doing the job you hate and still not having enough money to live comfortably? And the next thing is to realize that you actually can accomplish a lot of things much easier and more quickly once you stop thinking that your life should entirely revolve around this work but here's the irony a lot of people will work incredibly hard and spend extra hours in this office just so that they have more time with their family hmm and they dream of being retired I know a lot of people that dream of being retired and they work so hard so their family can live comfortably. So if your goal involves spending more time with family, then this is nonsense. You are all accomplishing 
What you are accomplishing is actually taking yourself further away from your family and providing them for less. Let me explain. Your salary, for example, is not what dictates your wealth, apart from anything else. For example, you can get a 2k raise a year by working incredibly hard and putting in extra hours or you could rent the spare room out of to students or you could sell trinkets on ebay or you could cancel that cable tv subscription get slow wi-fi or you could stop paying for netflix ask yourself what would you rather pay netflix and more tv channels and take on hugely more stress at work or just fix your budget and get more money with that while having more time to spend with your family. For example, you could move into a smaller house and pay less on your mortgage. Or you could sell your car and get a smaller, cheaper one. Um, you know, a lot of people work incredibly hard because they want to save the money to go traveling. Except, every time they go or to get, they get in this decision where they should just go. Or just should go. They realize that they are doing too well at work and they can't just re leave right now. It's, it's, it's not the time. So wouldn't it be better to change and get the job? For example, that you can do online and then you could travel while you earn money. Or how about taking a sabbatical from your current position or leaving work or only to find more work when you get back? And why spend your youth working incredibly hard and making yourself ill with stress just to travel when you're too old to enjoy it? Why not just take long holidays now and live your life? Why is working harder always the first answer that most of us think of? And the answer is, it's what we have been raised to believe by our schools, by the state, and it's not the, even their fault. It is the very central concept of capitalism. That you have to work harder in order to get what you want. And we've been thought by others that working hard is the responsible thing to do for our families. You know, too bad they are really wrong. No matter what many people tell you, there's nothing innerly great about wasting your life working at a factory or at a company that sells staplers. So you can work incredibly hard and feel like you're doing the job, but at the end of the day, the world would keep ticking on, even if you stopped. Meanwhile, your family and your dreams have been put on hold. And often, the quickest way to achieve our goals is actually to take, for example, a pay cut, and to move to a poorer part of the world. Often we feel we find that we actually have enough money right now to dream that build house or travel the world or look after our families. And if only we had focused a little less on work. But, you know, I know we keep pushing harder and harder to succeed in the traditional sense because we want to be seen to be successful and because that's what we've always been thought to do even if your vision of success is this traditional one and you want to be that CEO or um, you're going to need to detach yourself from this current role in order to focus time and effort on your own business. I know it's hard to break out. It's hard to break out of this mindset and this mentality. 
You know, but this is absolutely crucial if you are going to be successful. And you know, the key here is to stop working blindly, hoping things will get better. And instead ask you what you actually want and what is really the best way to get it easily. And if that means really spending less time at work and maybe raising a few eyebrows, then just don't be afraid of that. And, you know, to do this, you must also go in steps. Imagine you have this vision now for what you want to accomplish and you have embraced the things that you really want from life. So it's actually time to start making some progress. And this is where you actually want creating goals and more specifically steps that you want to accomplish. Because until now we talked about this vision. Vision your lifestyle, vision your day. But now let's go on to the steps. For example, you want to go and be in shape. Okay, get in line. So does the rest of the world. And most of them are still struggling to climb the stairs. And maybe it's that desire to get in shape which is vague and unhelpful which is causing the problem because the problem you see is that getting into shape is not a goal it's too vague it depends on your definition of shape round is a shape you know but and it's not directly within your possibility sometimes to control in order to be successful in anything you need to know how to correctly phrase what it is that you want and are trying to accomplish in your mind. So, why I want to get into shape is useless. I repeat, why you want to get into shape is useless. Just saying you want to get into shape is so arguable that I don't know where to start pointing out these problems. Of course, you want to get into better shape. Everyone does. And if you make this your target, then it's a target you can never accomplish. Because you can always be in better shape and never fail it. So because you have an infinite amount of time to accomplish it. And I don't know if you start to get it. That's already incredible disheartening, of course. And when you try going to the gym and pushing yourself hard for a week and only to notice then that you're exactly the same shape as you were before, and you're not really any closer to the goal, you know, then you're actually quite likely to just give up. So how could you have gone in another way to create this goal? Ask yourself, where do you want to be? First, decide where it is that you want to be and what specifically you want to accomplish. The reason is that difference. The different health goals requires also a different methodology. It's different story burning fat compared to building muscles. And it's no use to putting them together. So decide what make you happy. Increasing your biceps by an inch, losing one stone. So note that your end goal is and write it down. But you know, this goal will come from this vision that we had before. What specifically does that vision 
entail and how can you go about writing a goal to get there? Let's go over the steps. So the next step is to write down exactly what it will take to reach this, that destination, the steps. This will probably mean, for example, going running three times a week for 40 minutes. Or it might mean going to the gym to perform split routine four times a week. Now that is your target and repeat these crucial steps on this basis without failing for a certain amount of time. For, for example, if your goal might be go to the gym and lift weights four times a week for an hour without fail for the next three months. Or it might be to eat no puddings for the next month. So this time limit is very important here. And it's like a light of the end of the tunnel. In other words, if it will help you to stay focused and dedicated and not get disheartened. So that you say just, oh, it's only a week left. No. What's really important is that your goal is the process. I don't know if you understand. Your goal must be the process itself. That's because this is something that you actually control directly. And this can give you much more of sense of satisfaction. As you heard before also, um, this, this is a journey. Everything is a journey. And keep yourself structured and focused. So now you are not even going to worry about how much weight you lost or how much muscle you built. Because that will take care of itself. And the same goes for pretty much anything on any other objective. So writing goals is this way of making it always superior. So if you want to write a novel, don't aim to write a novel. Aim to write two pages a night. Or if you want to travel the world, look at how much money you need to accomplish that and then aim to earn X amount every week to bring you closer and closer to that goal. Work out your goals one step at a time and you will find this approach much more effective. The next step is fear setting. So even if everything is perfectly laid out, you're going to find that it can often be hard to actually make the necessary leaps and become the things you always wanted to be or to do the things you always wanted to do. And why? Because very often the simple reason is fear. Everything evolves around fear. Why are you too afraid to take this massive leaps into the unknown and to take massive risks like quitting work, going part-time or putting yourself on camera in front of the world? And you know, it, it's understandable. Quitting, for example, your job will often mean losing your most important form of income and in all likelihood you will have a lot of financial commitments that make it very hard and scary. And you probably have also bills to pay, rent, a mortgage or perhaps you probably have to look after your family and make sure that they get um, food and maybe it's some bad time now and maybe you just got a promotion or maybe your wife is pregnant. But you know, here's the thing. There is never a good time to take risk. 
Never. If you are putting off starting a business because you are waiting for the right time, this is never going to be happen. Because if you're going to do it, then you just need and just go for it. Of course, that's easier said than done, I admit. But so how do you go about overcoming this fear that has stopped you from going after your dreams? The fear that has kept you trapped. And the answer is something called fear setting. Essentially, this uh, means that and this purpose of fear setting is to outline your fears and to make sure that you recognize them for what they are. And it's intended to reflect this idea of goal setting. One, until you write down your fears, for example, they will remain abstract and intangible. And when they're in, this, in that format, they are impossible to overcome. So write down your fears and suddenly you can take control of them and even find ways to f fight them you will find that they actually aren't nearly as serious as they as you made them out in your mind for example like when you slept over your fears from one day off to another perhaps it's not so i mean what's the worst outcome this is similar to the idea of thought challenging And this can help you to take control over your thoughts in order to make control of your actions. So to take part in this exercise, I want you to take a minute to think about this vision and the goals and the steps you formed for yourself. May you plan, maybe you know this plan to start your own business selling cupcakes. And that's great. In, in that case, for example, you might have decided the best way is to achieve these goals you have in mind And the way it's to quit your current job, to take out a bank, lo bank loan and use that loan to pay for an empty store and some marketing. And you know, this is a massive risk. And it probably threatens your current way of life in a big way. You will have fear of failure right now in your mind. But at this point, this fear is still abstract. So let's now let's 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 go and let this fear set in. Imagine what are you really afraid of? And some reasonable fears might be that losing your job and never be able to achieve the same level of success again. I had this before. Being unable to pay off the loan, going bankrupt, losing your home and being able to take future mortgage, letting your family down, forcing them to live with less perhaps driving your partner away. Um, I even have this, had this sort of in, being homeless and destitute, being seen as a failure in front of everyone. If it doesn't work out, or being seen as reckless by everyone, even if it does work out, realizing that you don't actually like working there, and that this is not as rewarding as you thought it would be. And this all seems massive. In sermon term, fears that perhaps are quite reasonable in many ways too. So the plan is right off, right? Forget it. Wrong. And wrong. Now 
you know, if we of you we applied this or you applied this form setting, you can go about it, deconstructing the things you are afraid of and seeing just how realistic those fears are. Analyze every one of them you listed down. Perhaps we can even transform those lions we talked about into animations. Start by writing down how likely, unlikely each thing is going to happen in reality. Again, losing your job and never being able to achieve the same level of success again. It's really not that likely in almost every case. You will find that you can pretty much walk back into the same job in another company eventually or in an equivalent one. And if not, then you might have to work in a slightly lower level. But so what? Okay, next step we talked about was being unable to pay off the loan. Going bankrupt, losing your home, being unable to take out future mortgages. I had this thought before. And this is somewhat, of course it's possible. Although it's highly unlikely you get off the point of being completely bankruptcy or losing your home. Because you can, for example, get help from the government, probably have savings you can sell off. Um, and the um, property you bought to pay off, you can sell them. You know, there's always... I had all the situations before. Letting your family down, for example. Forcing them to leave, to live with less, or perhaps driving your partner away. Again, if your partner is supportive, then chances are they... It will, they will support you and he will or she will support you to see you go after your dreams. And if they join it, it might even bring you closer. And we also talked about ending up homeless and destitute. This is com almost completely impossible because most countries and states have plenty of systems in place to make sure this doesn't happen. Homelessness is normally a problem for those who refuse help in who have drug problems and at the very least you could stay on a friend's couch you must have one who wouldn't want to see you freeze the next point was to being seen as a failure in front of everyone if it doesn't work out but more likely you will be seen as a hero who took an amazing chance or being seen as reckless by everyone even if it does work out the same thing except I'd also like to point out who cares who cares then we had also realized that you don't actually like working there if you achieve it and that's not as rewarding as it's sought to be it's always a possibility of course and and it's been playing on your mind this long chances are that it's at least somewhat important to you and so you have to at least give it a go. Give it a try. So this is as we, as we talked um, about thought challenging. Challenge yourself to overcome this phobias. As long as you really believe, you know, the possibility that you're giving or this possibility, this, this, um, this reward to each possibility. So this phobias or this challenging of your fears can help you a great deal. But sometimes it's not enough. So go over this list you made and come up 
with plans for how you're going to stop those bad things from happening. Have this like con contingency plans that you can use to avoid these negative consequences, for example. Okay, let's go over an example. For example, imagine losing your job and being and don't be able to achieve the same level of success again. So in the worst case scenario, you could take up a less um, higher job somewhere and it doesn't matter as long as it's enough to feed you. And in the meantime, you can work on your plan B. Let's go over, for example, being unable to pay off the loan, going bankruptcy, losing your home and being unable to take out other mortgages. Again, this is highly unlikely. But you can lower this scenario in some ways by taking, for example, insurance for your loan and business or selling the business off. And the other point was letting your family down, forcing them to live with less. And But discuss this with your partner and make sure you set aside enough money so they will be okay to live off. And we talked about home, being homeless. So this is something you can avoid if you just camp on a friend's couch again. And being, for example, if you are um, seen as a failure in front of everyone. There's a simple solution. Try again and this time prove you're right. And they see you as reckless if it works out. So explain yourself. It really matters much to you, not to them. So, you can realize that you actually don't like work, the one you achieved. Well, you can change, for example, the nature of the work. It's your business, so you can run it however you like. Make it more fun for yourself. So, this leaves us to mitigating risk and learning from your mistakes. So... Hopefully, you know, these last steps have developed or helped you convince that you are more, um, or convince you to be a little more risk-taking and to change your mindset um, into one, for example, that involves going after the things you want in life. And hopefully, the side effect will be that you've started to accomplish more and see positive changes in your life. And don't understand me wrong. I'm not recommending going blindly into everything here. I'm not suggesting that you should always ignore the small amount of doubt that you hear in the back of, of your mind. Because sometimes the, a little bit of doubt is really a good thing. Sometimes a risk is not really worth taking. But it's important to be smart with this bullishness. Not blind um, to the dangers, of course. So, this last step we will discuss is um, will be about balancing these two aspects. We'll start with the last part is and what I call mitigating mitigating risks. That means there's one more thing you're going to do while using these fear techniques. And that is to think about how you can avoid the risks altogether. 
This is even a better method than teaching yourself not to fear the worst case scenarios because now you are removing those worst case scenarios off the together. So let's go over, for example, losing your job and never being able to achieve the same level of success. Okay, this is a scary prospect. So a good solution is to think about how you could uh, make this project um, look like a great win on your CV, for example. You could uh, also speak with your current employer about the prospect of potentially becoming back. And you will often find that they are happy to help you and to offer you a place when you get back. The other point was to being unable to pay off the loan or going bankruptcy, losing your home and being unable to um, to pay your mortgages. Okay, how about you don't take out a conventional loan at all? Other options include getting a loan from family and friends or even crowdfunding. Which means uh, raising money from the public to um, using sites like Kickstarter. Or you could find an investor or a business partner who has money to put in. The next point was letting your family down. Forcing them to live uh, with less, perhaps driving your partner away. So remove this risk by using, for example, the last strategy. And by discussing it with your partner. Discussing ways you can live on one salary. I had this done. So another option may be to work on a part-time job. Or how about earning some income online? I all I did all of this. And I'm doing it. So you could even create more revenue models for existing business. By selling your cupca cupcakes online or doing events. The other point was ending up homeless and destitute. So again, the last strategies we will we talked about will ensure this isn't a risk. And the other one was being seen as a failure in front of everyone if it doesn't work out. So, if you're that worried, you don't have to tell everyone. Or, how about opening this more as a side project or hobby and explaining you're not in it to take money. So, you see, um, the other one is, was being seen as reckless by everyone, even if it does work out. So, if you're worried uh, this is reckless, then you could create a multi-stage plan to launch your business. Before opening up the store, you could start out by doing events or selling at fairs. This is something you could do at the weekends. And then you could also gradually reduce the amount of time you're working in this office. And the other point was realizing that you don't actually like working here. And there is, it's not rewarding as you thought it would be. So the last solution we talked about will also address this problem. So by going through this process, you now have a much safer and more resilient business model. And Hopefully you're less afraid to take the step. And once again, I hope this has demonstrated that, I mean to you, that you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait to earn enough money to finally have the time to quit your job or launch your cupcake job. Or, in fact, using this method also ensures that it never happens. You have the means to make it happen right now.
with crowdfunding, by making a smaller business uh, first on bootstrapping or how about using love money. So this same logic can be applied to any number of different situations and goals. For example, many people will stay stuck in a job they don't like and they will tell people that they can't leave because their family is relying on their income. And, you know, this sounds very much like... And I had a lot of cases, I, I mean, I, I followed a lot of cases like this. They intend to leave their job and then they look for a new one. In this case, yeah, I mean, that would be pretty, pretty reckless. I mean, instead, you know, a smarter option would be to find this new venture you want to do and do it in the evenings after work and only leave when you are happy with the job, with the job you did. Oh, and this is also how you set up your own online business. Work a few hours each evening, I mean, earn some money that way and then quit your job when you're reliably making enough to live off. I even quit my job before I even make enough to live. Long before. Recognize the power of your choice. You know, you must recognize that every choice you make is really a decision. So you might think, for example, that you are trapped without the ability to make choices. You might feel that um, your life has been imposed on you and that you have just been helpless or victim. But as I, said, as I said before, I mean, you choose to be here. And if you felt as though you never got the choice, then chances are that it was your inaction that kept you there. And that's still a choice. Choosing to do nothing is still a choice. You know, with this in mind, it becomes incredibly important that to think hard about your choices, to going forward and to be able to look back at the decisions you make in order to know how to change things. I mean, for the better. So what decisions have worked out for you and which haven't? Ask you this question. And the first place is probably to start with the decision to take no action. The decision to let fear and social pressure push you into a job that you don't enjoy. How did that decision turn out for you? So, for a moment imagine that you continue making the same decision for many more years to come. And how will your life look if you keep on making the same decisions? In this case, the reality is probably much scarier than any of the possible futures we looked at. We looked at when we are set when we set these fears. If you continue with your inaction, then you are going to end up, for example, working on the same job, probably for the rest of your life. And for example, your lack of physical activities in the evenings, adding to your lack in the movements of the day, will lead your body gradually deteriorating as you gain weight and collect ages and pains. You'll never live your dreams of running a business, being a rock star or whatever else you wanted to achieve. And you will continue to completely unrewarded in what you do. So every day will continue to be a long slog after another 
and one day you will wake up and be 80 years old. And this is the price of the decision to do nothing. So let's look at this decision. And then decide if you can continue to live that way. And hopefully this will help you to recognize, as it helped me, to recognize this importance of all those decisions. And that also includes the decision you make to not work at your business tonight. To not work out tonight. We talked about this before. There is this Japanese philosophy called Kaizen. But this is, I mean, this is universal. And you know, this might sound like a lot and it might sound daunting, but that's why it can pay to keep in mind this principle. So this Japanese philosophy like Kaizen means taking a small incremental changes that will add up into something big and profound. And I took this example because this is really philosophy, it's not just a thought. In, in, Japan, in Japan it's really philosophy, it's really something recognized. And this is something that's in a lot of countries and continents are, li are missing. It's really, it's really, I mean, recognize this step-taking. So this is one mistake you could, should look back and learn from. So perhaps you can remember examples of when you tried to make changes in life in the past and it didn't work out. What caused those failures? So, as an assignment, just go and write those down. And on the next episode, the last one, on this Wired for Success series, we will go over these failures. We will go over how to really make it happen. So I'm very grateful that you took the time to listening and well, and I'm, I mean, con congratulate you for this effort to make uh, really your life your life and not somebody else's. Go after your dreams. And, you know, we have really some great resources on our website and just check them out. And I leave you until next time with this assignment about thinking about what caused these failures until now. So we also present on social media and rate and review this show and share it with someone, with your family, friends, someone you think um, it would help them. So until next time, take care. <laughs>